1: Everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just
0: another
2: Manny. Monday.
3: Let's
1: get rolling.
0: This is the big show on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
2: It's a Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Monday to everybody listening. Thank you very much for making us a part of it. Want to say a big thanks to our title sponsor, as usual, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America Credit Card. That's 0% on everything from groceries to giveaways. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-748. 4302 Gordon we are on location today we're out here at Diamond Airport Parking everybody knows where that is right right off of uh, I80 on Redwood Road uh, everybody we were talking about it with Jared we'll we'll catch up with him a little later on the show Gordon but everybody knows that big red billboard right there
4: on I80 Diamond Airport Parking that's where we are today So what you're saying essentially is that Diamond Airport Parking is the opposite of a real diamond which is really hard to find (laughs) okay uh uh
2: yeah i guess all right yeah well described hi gordon how are you
4: i'm doing fantastic how
2: are you today jake Uh, i'm good it's uh we're outside today and it's a it's a terrific day to be outside beautiful it is is. quite pleasant i know you, you like your weather scorching but this
4: uh i think is quite nice it is nice and uh i you know summer and fall in utah pretty hard to beat good weekend for you Good weekend, yeah. It was uh, a good sports weekend, man. The NFL really getting underway, and my Rams won. So I was pretty stoked about that.
2: I was going to ask you, for those of you who were not listening on Friday, uh, we picked, Gordon is doing a fandom experience. I am. He's going to be a fan. Experiment. Experiment. Experience, that would work too. Okay. Uh, But for this football season at least, we'll see how it goes, Gordon is going to be a Los Angeles Rams fan and really.
4: uh, So I can connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how'd it go? Fans out there. Good. Malcolm Browns, a stud. Gurley. Goff. Yeah. I'm getting into it. I almost. uh, I went. uh, I'm going to go find myself some gear. Are you? Yeah, got to load up. I will not. I will not put flags on my car though I, I I won't do that it's not a breakaway Republic as I was going to the Utah game to cover the northern Illinois huskies and the Utes I saw all these flags uh-huh <laughs> that is a <the> thing people <laughs> I, like to I, do I don't get the flags so I'm not going to get the LA Rams flags for my for my car but uh, but uh, everything else I think I'll what do you just mean dive you right don't- into get the flags you don't get it what it's do you not mean, a breakaway republic it's it's fandom you're not like raising the flag it's so, all
2: so what about flags not on your car do you not get that either <laughs> like a flag where like a flagpole that's fine for a country so i uh i have friends who went to michigan state that live here in town and they constantly have their michigan state flag up on their flagpole because they have a big flagpole, you have a problem with that? Sorta. Of. I mean,
4: not a major. Problem, you know that
2: just... doesn't make any sense. You're not making
4: any sense here. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Because a flag, a flag represents something different. It's just, I, I don't know it's just me I'm not even saying if there's anything wrong with these maniacs who go out and buy these flags you know there are many different types of flags right what about the the flags that the navy uses to to communicate from ship to ship you that's got a fine. problem with that no that's communication that's not representing a a breakaway republic that's so that's there's
2: some use I think you so. just want to use the phrase breakaway republic
4: this <laughs> well, is the oddest, this is the
2: oddest of. stand you've ever taken <laughs> no well, i have taken some That a ones. flag has to represent a country or a state?
4: Uh, you I, can't I, have a I, flag. Just, of, what what seems, about the, uh, the POW it, flag people it, like to... It, it just tips the scale over the top for me. That's all. And people put them on their cars. I told you about the time I saw that Raider flag that was on the back of a pickup that was the size of Connecticut. Oh, so strange. I, all right. But anyway, I am easing my way into it. Well, so you, I can uh, relate to all the Jazz fans out there. I can relate to the Utah fans. I can relate to the BYU fans. I can relate to the Weber State fans. It's just a way for me to reconnect. That's all. And, and the Rams uh, won, not by a large margin, but they won. That was a heck
2: of a game, though. By enough. You picked and, a, a good game to start being a fan.
4: <laughs> and I also Did you get enjoyed, nervous at all? Uh, no, I, I haven't gotten to that point yet, but okay. I, I will. All right, I can take it one step at a time here. If you see me with a flag on my car, then you know that I have, I've swallowed the Kool Aid completely. Uh, Austin says,
2: "Make uh, Gore on Twitter." Make Gordon put a decal on his window. You promised to do that on Friday. I,
4: I wouldn't say it was a promise. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna what's out now? We'll see. I guess I gotta grow into it. No, you don't. You can't go from zero to 60 in 1.2 seconds. Sure you can. I'm doing well just to be where I am right now. We're we're talking about being a sports fan, not learning trigonometry. Well, it was, uh, you know, for Utah fans over the weekend, watching what happened with Northern Illinois, uh, you saw a case of the Utes needing to throw the ball. Jake, you said they wouldn't hardly ever have to do that or should have to do that. They had to do it against the Huskies and they're going to have to do it again in the pac 12 from time to time. So I think that was, that was pretty good news. Actually, the Utes were a little uh, depleted at offensive line. So Zach Moss wasn't, uh, wasn't able to get the holes that he might normally want to uh, run through. But uh you know, how many he got hit time and time again, and got yards after the first hit. He always does. Yeah. So we'll get to it all. Of course, we'll get and to BYU the, fans. are pretty excited about beating Tennessee, which is something you predicted all along as not being very surprising. Tennessee's not a very good team. But I was pert near wrong though. Yeah, it was, it was close. close. Real close. Yeah, okay, let,
2: close. we'll talk about all of the college football. Of course, uh, we'll get to the split story of the day. Uh, Stony Brook got squashed. <laughs> well, that a real surprise to you <laughs> you you're really shocked by that one
4: no not at, at all, all.
2: You, they paid for a win That's right. Exactly what you said last week.
4: $360,000. Is Uh, that what they got?
2: Here's what's coming up on the show today. Christian Cox, the former Ute, will be on with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. Our Cougar insider, Will Snowden, will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We'll have uh, coach uh, cuts from the the coaches' press conferences at 4.30 and 5.30. So we are wall-to-wall college football today. Lots to get to. Let's get to the split story of the day. Austin, back at our Vivint Smart Home Arena studio. If you please,
0: two guys, two topics, two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
1: Throws it deep. Oh, my goodness, receiver wide open, caught in Tennessee territory. Simon inside the 30.
0: Crock is running down. He's 10. 16 with seven seconds left. The clock will stop to reset the chains, and then BYU will have to get up there and spike the ball. 33-yard attempt by Roy. It's good. Wow, Tennessee thought he missed it, but it's good. One second left in regulation. We're tied at 16. Pushing toward the end zone, no signal yet. Now there it is. Touchdown, BYU wins. And an absolutely horrific, gut-wrenching loss for the Tennessee Vols, who had it with about 30 seconds left in
3: regulation but couldn't hang on. Uh, it just gives us a lot of confidence, um, a lot of momentum to continue into. <laughs> Uh, continue to the next week you know it's it's one week at a time one game at a time so we're going to enjoy it to you know tonight this weekend and then uh, Monday it's on the USC
2: what a game in Knoxville Tennessee the Cougars beat the Tennessee Volunteers Gordon in double overtime 29-26 29-26 You're at Micah Simon right there He made the heroic play at the end of regula- Regulation to get BYU Back or well, I guess down into Field goal range mm-hmm. to tie the game up And send it to overtime uh, The defense came up with a critical stop there in the Fourth quarter as uh, Kalani Sataki Elected to, uh, to trust that defense To get the offense the ball back and, uh, I, I mean, you saw Zach Wilson's parents living and dying with every snap as they were, the, I think, the star of the television broadcast. Uh, but what a game. Gordon, what an exciting game, fun
4: ending, uh, and a big win for BYU. No doubt about that. And Jake Oldroyd, he was a stud, yep. man. Clutch. Kicking those field goals. And that that long play at the end that set up the uh, the, the field goal to go into overtime, that was a blown coverage, man. It was? That was horrific. But, uh, tough luck, you know. The Cougars took advantage of it, and they won the game. Of all these, the four first, first four games, this was the game that was the most winnable for them. Tennessee did play much better than they did against Georgia State, although it's hard to measure these things. It is. And it it seems like they're still not terrific. They're not. It's not a a great—it's one of those deals where BYU takes advantage of beating a marquee name that has a crappy team. Now, I'm sorry to say that for BYU fans who want to get all excited about the win, and it is tough to go into a big stadium like that and win. I get that, but uh, not too tough for Georgia State. And not too tough for BYU. So, like Simon there said, there that you can uh, they can take some confidence from it and move ahead. But uh, I wouldn't get too revved up over that particular victory. Nice for the Cougars. Just doesn't mean a whole bunch.
2: Yeah, Is that a, fair? I, I guess. But uh, well, maybe I'm you know Monday. I'm excited. The weeks here, Gordon. Maybe I'm in a good mood or something. But a uh, road win over a P5 team. It's a good win. Some of yeah. you should feel good about. Yeah, I don't care that uh, Tennessee's not going to win the SEC this year. It makes no difference to me. You, those, there was some good talent. Uh, that um, I'm not going to say Tennessee was great, and they. I don't think
4: they're well coached. No, I don't no, know what that's Pruitt's doing. Man, it's a but, lousy P five team. Man. But
2: their quarterback, I thought, uh, did a couple of nice things. There was definitely athletes on the Tennessee team. They mm-hmm. they did. They made a lot of mistakes. But let's not. This was a big win for BYU. I don't. Two, I don't
4: feel like it's necessary to to downgrade it necessarily. You know what I mean? Well, it just depends on how you view it. But uh, two two real strong points for BYU was they hung in there and they came through at the end. I mean that is always impressive. Any time a team does that, I don't care if you're playing you know Stony Brook or some team like that, to be able to to come through when you have to to win, that will build. The overall confidence and psyche of the program. So that's that's a positive. The other one, Tyson Williams, this kid, <laughs> that touchdown run at the end was ridiculous. That was he. How many guys did he carry with him? The whole team, basically. <laughs> well, and give the O-line credit for, for pushing him on in there. there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was cool. That was fun. It was, they uh, wanted it. Yeah, yeah, they wanted it. That's exactly right. And so you're right. I I mean, give BYU credit, but uh, it's not like it was a huge uh, victory. But under the circumstances, it was big for them. So uh, they'll take it and move on. And they better uh, get their stuff together going up against SC. And I watched all that SC-Stanford game. And both BYU and Utah are going to have to get ready for that because SC's got itself an offense again and it got got themselves a quarterback. So that'll be interesting to see. Two weeks in a row, BYU and then Utah going up against the Trojans, a Trojans team that seems reinvigorated by uh, a freshman quarterback who really showed that he can play. So, okay, so BYU gets that victory. You know, can they go 2-2? and Washington lost to Cal. Now, we know that Cal was going to have a good – a good defense, but uh, I was surprised that that you know, the Huskies lost that game. So now BYU has these last two opportunities against the more marquee programs. So we'll see what happens. Why would you be surprised that uh, that Washington lost to Cal? One, they
2: lost I, to Cal dogging, last year. Do- two,
4: I've been telling you for you've months, been dogging the Huskies. I know <laughs> that
2: it's... Washington replaced a ton of talent. You don't yeah, just do but that
4: program. I mean, I wasn't the only one who thought they'd be fairly formidable as well. I mean, they were ranked what, twelfth in the country in the preseason poll. You want to p- pat yourself on the back? No, 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 I'm just I'm just saying you shouldn't have been surprised. That's all. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. But BYU now uh, one and one. We'll see if they can. Uh, here, I'll be put it two in... and two or something along those lines. If and if they win both of these games then I I will tip my cap to the Cougars and uh, maybe eat some words that I said earlier. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. The Cougars are good. I mean, it's a good team. It's a good team. We'll see if it's a really good team or not. I I don't know.
2: Uh, Real quick, I'll tell you this. I was way more surprised by USC stomping Stanford than it was by Cal beating Washington.
4: Well... Yeah, Keaton uh, Slovis is really good. I don't think he just stumble out of bed and play like that. And well, and and those, two, you know, the, the the Trojans were excited about him. They thought he was going to be good. this eighteen year old kid. Shows up, and uh, last week everyone was dogging the Trojans, saying the season's over. This kid goes out there and plays like John Elway. Did you see the throws he was making? Yeah. He's got a lot of talent on the outside, though. That helps. Yep. But he was putting the ball where he should. And that 39-yard touchdown pass he threw, he dropped that sucker in between two Stanford defenders. Uh, That was an impressive throw. And I, I think the Trojans suddenly are something of a threat for the Utes in the South. I did not think that earlier. I did not think that would happen, but... If what I saw against Stanford was real, look out. Uh, and I'm not saying the Utes can't beat them. I think they can beat them. But the Utes did show some vulnerability in that defensive secondary against Northern Illinois. And so if this kid can throw 377 yards against Stanford, uh, we'll see what he can do against the Utes. Uh, we will get to the Utes and their performance uh,
2: versus Northern Illinois coming up at the in the uh, 330 segment, Gordon. And not to uh, get... Too derailed because we're talking about uh, BYU-Tennessee here, but I do think the the fact that BYU was able to pull out that win, I think it gives them a much better chance against Southern California this weekend than they certainly would have if they lost. They've and got I a that, little confidence, and they're going to yeah, need that
4: yeah. if they're going to get a win. And that was uh, reflected in what Mike Simon so. said there, right? You know, everyone probably is excited to go to practice uh, today and 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 get going, and and you know, I mean. Strange things happen in football sometimes. Is is BYU better than SC man for man for man for man? No, but, uh, you know, maybe on their home field with that confidence of which you speak, uh, they can uh, do some strange things and, and beat the Trojans as well. By the way, Mike and Simon, I felt so happy for that guy. And I've been,
2: I personally have been waiting for somebody, but specifically him, to show he has capability to be that number one wide receiver. And he... He was great. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was really, really good. That 27 no, yards. Yeah, on top of that play
4: uh, at the end of the game, he was already having a heck of a game. Yeah, he was playing well. Uh, Matt Bushman was a little bit silent, and I, this is the frustrating thing about watching it on TV. You can't see whether he's covered or not. You know. Well, I'm
2: sure he's a huge well, part of everybody's game plan. So, once do you think we saw, they were blanketing it, him, it, and that it, was the reason
4: that uh, Simon had some space?
2: I, that would be my guess. But, again, I
4: watched it on TV just like you did. Yeah, BYU will have to continue to uh, develop these playmakers because Simon, Hefo, uh, Bushman, they need those guys. They need those guys to step up and be something beyond what they've been in the past. Bushman may be the exception there. But uh, the rest of them, playmakers are going to have to be found. They, Shumway had that big catch, too. Yep.
2: Yeah, there were a number of big plays on both sides of the ball that you can point to and say, well, that had to happen for BYU to win that game. But yeah. it uh, came together. And, and real quick before we, uh, we move on to the Utes coming up next segment. Sorry about the siren there. Uh, well, how about the showing for Cougar fans in Knoxville? Yes. I was absolutely
4: blown away yeah. by how
2: much blue there was in and, that stadium. And how,
4: how much noise they made. Yeah. Yeah. That was. uh, I'm sure the volunteer fans were looking around, going, "What? Where? What is going on? Where do these people come from?"
2: Uh, What I saw on Twitter over the weekend: thirteen thousand Cougar fans uh, were at that game. That's a huge number for a road game. That's that's remarkable. So uh, I thought, and I have no doubt that they had an impact on the game. You couldn't help but notice them. That blue up against
4: the orange really stands out. Yeah, and they had some nice seats there. That block of Cougar fans yeah. that were right down there in midfield, that was a nice swim. And one other thing, Zach Wilson, he did not. He was not particularly sharp. He looked rattled at times. He looked like he was having difficulty communicating, uh, and he made some bad decisions. But I'm telling you, when push came to shove, that kid is a bit of a, uh, 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 you know, they were comparing him to Johnny, Man- Johnny Manziel there for a while. Uh, And he's got a quality to him that I think is really useful for a team as far as if it wants to believe in itself. You know, the Cougars were not playing particularly well. They were not sustaining drive after drive after drive. And yet you still had the feeling like they had a chance. Yep. And I think a lot of that comes from the young quarterback. Yep. All right, we'll uh, get to the Utes in Northern
2: Illinois coming up right around the corner, but we are
4: live at Diamond Airport
2: Parking, and we have jazz gear for you if you want to drop by and pay us a visit uh, just off of I-80 and Redwood Road. And joining us now, the general manager, Jared, with us on 97.5 and twelve eighty the Zone. Jared, first of all, thanks for having us out. We really appreciate it. It's uh, it's fun to
3: kind of hang out with you guys today. Well, Thank you for coming out. I really appreciate it. We're gonna have glad to have you guys out here. A lot of our fan base, I know, that listens to you guys, and so it's a it's a no brainer for us.
2: I have got to tell you, I I have parked here many many times. I uh, am familiar and have been for years with uh, with the great job that you guys do. But let me let me tell you this: I am not what you'd say a good traveler. I <laughs> I am easily uh, irritated. Let me <laughs> let me put it that way by a number of different things. Uh, so much so that my wife actually made me get the P- the TSA pre-check like made me do it because she said're we're we're, we're we're not standing in line anymore we're not doing this because it just put me in a bad mood but you, it's why you guys are so great you you guys make it so easy and there's little waiting and everybody's friendly and you get water
3: and and uh, help with the bags and everything it's it's made for travelers like me it, it really is um, and you're not alone in that that group that has anxiety about traveling and so that's our goal is to make travel easy for you for your family um, traveling stressful enough parking shouldn't be a, a stress that you should have um, and so that's what we would like to focus on we like to focus on the customer first uh, make sure that uh, we're going above and beyond your needs uh, with quick service um, friendly service friendly staff clean shuttles um, and a safe place to park your vehicle.
2: Now let's talk about what really sets you guys apart, and that's the, the valet
3: service, the covered valet, which makes it even easier. Yeah, it, it's it's really wonderful, um, especially if you have a large family traveling. Um, you don't have to deal with all, all your bags. You pull right up, uh, get out of your car, go right to the shuttle. Um, our valet attendants will get, the, get all your baggage for you. Um, our shuttle drivers will help you as well uh trunk to curb that's our that's our motto
2: maybe you said you don't want
3: uh, your your guests to to touch their bags at all if you touch your bags we're not doing our job
2: <laughs> which is which is so cool and then on top of that and we'll we'll talk about all sorts of stuff that you guys do but uh, but you'll do glass repair oil changes uh detailing while uh, while folks are
3: away absolutely just uh a minimum stay of 48 hours and we can set that right up for you Uh that way, you can spend the time when you come home with your family, and uh, le- don't have to worry about the maintenance of your car.
2: And Gordon, I could see you using this the free car washes too.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you kidding me? This is this is beautiful out here. Yep. You just drive right up, and boom, you're taken care of, and it's quick. That's people a lot of times in a hurry, aren't they? They really are. They really are. Sometimes they're running late for uh, their their flights, or
3: they get delayed, or something goes wrong. And traveling, like I said, never easy. There's always the unexpected.
2: Right off the exit on I-80 and Redwood Road, it's Diamond Airport Parking. Jared, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you a little later on
3: in the show. Thanks for having me.
2: All right. We'll have more straight ahead. We'll talk about the Utes in Northern Illinois right here on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is
0: DJ and PK. A little bit of college football this weekend and a, a bit massive on my mind. A massive result for BYU. It was just awesome. It was exactly what BYU needed. We talked about it all last week that they needed to find a way to win. I always felt all along this season the goal was to get to eight wins, and that is progression. Celebrate the wins. If I'm a Cougar fan today, which I am, I would be thoroughly pumped up. So you got to go crazy. I don't care if Tennessee loses every freaking game. I don't give a crap. Go crazy. Catch D. JNPK Mornings from 6 till 10 presented by WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there on 97.5 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network So put your hands together and please welcome this is Utah's best sports radio back, back. You're listening to the big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott Tell a friend. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Two play fakes from Huntley to the end zone. He got it. Jalen Dixon goes airborne. And one play after that penalty gives it back to Utah. They tack on. That's Nixon in motion. And this is Moss, who puts it in the paint. Zach Moss with his second score of the day. Doing well.
2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280, The Zone, band of the day. Today, Motley Crue, selected by our friend Jared from out here at Diamond Airport Parking. And brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Get concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We're right off of the freeway, I-80, and Redwood Road. We'll get back to the Utes, Gordon, because we have a very... Very special guest. What about the utes? I was there. <laughs> Frank Layden with us
1: here on the big show. Frank, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for dropping by and seeing of us. Course. It's saving
2: the show, as you it's say. Saving
1: the show because as radio is going in the way of newspapers. Pretty soon we'll have no means of communication at all. Done. All right, except with Twitter. <laughs> and then the only one we'll be able to hear is our president. All right? <laughs> and uh, so what can I say? Here I am. Yeah.
4: So, Frank, nice. you said you were at the Utah game. Yeah. What do you what do you make of the Utes uh, and how the they're Utes coming very along?
1: Good. Yeah, you know, here, here's what I think. You know, when you start a program, first of all, I think we have an outstanding coach. I think he's perfect for this community. He's perfect for the state, everything else. And maybe he'd go somewhere else and he'd probably be a great coach in the pros or, or uh, at Oklahoma or something else. But you know what? He's perfect for here. So I always think we get off on the right foot. We get off with a with a good coach. He seems to be interested in the kids. I think the kids like him. I think his staff likes him, and so we move on from there. Uh, I like I like the idea uh, that uh, I have. I've been I've been a season ticket a season ticket holder for 35 years. I, I took I got season tickets. For, I used to sit over where the must kids are. You know. But uh, since then, we're up in the scholarship box. My wife is a graduate of the U. And I had a boy, uh, my son Michael, played baseball for the U. So, you know, he has a scholarship, and uh, we've always felt a a feeling. Not that I root. You know, I I hope all the teams in the state win. Uh, But I – and then, you know, they moved up into this league. Pac-12? Uh, the Pac-12. Yeah, it's a big step they up. They need revising. <laughs> they, one thing they do is a great job of selling themselves. <laughs> All right? But nevertheless, it. it uh, I guess it is. I don't know. When we say, we're playing Stanford. Well, better play them football than to debate them, I guess. Because yeah. <laughs> they're smarter yeah, than yeah, you. Yeah, the debating team is way, way right. tougher than their football team is. Right. No. So that what reminds, are we doing? That reminds
4: me of that time you went to speak went, so the yes. story is told, that yes. you went to speak to the Harvard Law School or whatever yes. and somebody asked you afterward what it was like and you said it was horrible. I was the dumbest one there and everybody knew it.
1: No, I was the dumbest person within three miles. <laughs> yeah, well, I went another time I went to uh, I went to speak uh, Fossil was the coach of the Utes and uh, this was a a crazy weekend we went out to to see the Utes play Stanford and uh, uh, Chase Peterson was the was the fine president of the of uh, Utah University Utah Fossil was the coach and Fossil wanted me to talk to the team before the game well that weekend we made a plan we went we were going Friday to see the World Series Saturday to see the youths play uh, uh, up at Stanford on the campus, and then on Sunday we were going to go see the Patriots play this, uh, the the Forty Niners. All right, that's a well, good weekend, well, right? Yeah, there. Yeah, it was a good week. It was the weekend of the earthquake. Oh my goodness! So the World Series got called off, like uh, the games, and and so we, uh, then they decided they were worried they were whether they were going to play or not. Uh, they said that they were this, the 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 structure of the behind the uh, field and uh, you know they sort of a bowl there uh, and what have you at Stanford but they were, they were concerned that maybe they wouldn't be able to play but they decided to play and in fact they moved the pro game to Stanford that weekend huh. to, to, to play and that's where that game was played and uh, we had to get uh, I, I think uh, Steve Young helped us out to get us tickets or something but anyway, we, we we managed to get get in the get into the football game, even though I'd been moved and the the, the seating was in half because the stadium was going to be be a lot less in size. So, but anyway, uh, half time, uh, before the game starts, Foster comes down and gets me, and he takes me down to the to the locker room, and I is so worried about making the speech. You know, I I I asked him how long I had. He says, "Well, take take five, six minutes, seven minutes." He says, "Give him everything you got, you know." And and this is this going to be a tough game and what have you? And then he. But when I got in the locker room, he says, "Oh, he said Frank, I, I, I he said what guy? And I'm I'm thinking I'm looking at quotes from Churchill, and and uh, and Lombardi, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, Damon Runyon, I had everybody, I had my speech ready, and then when I got there, he says. Oh, Frank, I, I can't I tell you. He says, Chase Peterson just came in the president of the school, and he wants to talk to the team. <laughs> oh, no. He says, so I don't know whether there'll be any time for you. So I said, well, all right, that, that's okay. That's, that's fine. That, so anyway, President Peterson, a wonderful guy, gets up there, and he says, gentlemen, today it is our privilege to be able to go out and play one of the great academic institutions in the world. Stanford University these are the kind of teams we want to compete with on the the academic level that they bring about and he went on and on about how smart and how great Stanford was you know so anyway I I keep looking at my watch and and Fossil keeps looking at his watch and finally Chase Peterson ends thank you very much dummy boy steps aside and Fossil looks at me he says you got a minute (laughs) I go what the Sermon on the Mount, <laughs> you know, the, the Gettysburg Address, they were short, but a minute. So I looked at him, I said, gentlemen, today we have the opportunity to play one of the great academic institutions in the world. Just remember, we're not debating them. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. Huh? And that was it. And you know, President Peterson says to me, as, as they're running out the door, he says, you know, I wish I said that. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, that's a true story. But anyway, so uh, here we are. And uh, what can I say? Well, let's talk a little basketball
2: around? for a minute because uh, people are pretty excited about the upcoming Jazz season. They should for, be. Yeah, make Yeah, it.
1: yeah. I think we're going to have a good team. I think we've made some clever moves. The uh, You know, you have to stay healthy. Uh, you have to have some kind of continuity. Uh, everybody has to get along. Uh, the coaches have to be able to communicate. And if the pieces fall into place, are we looking at a year ago at this time and we were, we were saying to ourselves, who's going to be the next champion? Oh, well, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, uh, 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 what's it, the Warriors and everything. And who who picked Canada? Who picked Toronto? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, hey, come on. If you did, you are a miracle man. So I mean, is, is are we the next team? I think people think the Jazz have improved, but I don't see people saying that we're the next in line to be the championship. But I think it's a possibility. All right, I wouldn't I wouldn't say we're favored to do it, but I think we're a team that if we stay healthy and the, and when we've had our good teams, and we have competed right up there, we've had been able to play our stars in a lot of games. All right. Now I know now. There's new things happening, all right? We have some kind of stress, and uh, what is it? What's the management of uh, uh, of how many games you play and how much you play? Uh, load yeah. management. Load management, <laughs> you know? So I don't know what, what is is in that. And maybe maybe that's good. I don't know enough about it to, to, to put it down. Uh, but I think that sometimes you've got to be a miracle worker. I mean, I like the idea that you've got guys that play together, that work together. You know, I've always said that I thought that Carl Malone would have had a great, great uh, career, as would have uh, John Stockton, but together, all right? And the fact that neither of them were ever hurt. They were always playing every game, and they were so good, and, and the results uh, proved that one one guy – Breaks all the records for, for assists, and the other guy is second all time in, in scoring. They were durable, and they like to play. They like to practice. I can't imagine saying, Oh, you know, this, the season's starting. I wonder what uh, 50 games I would like to play this week, you know, something like that. You know, the guy that, that was on. Uh, He's on the Clippers now, but he was he, last year. He was on uh, Kawhi Leonard with uh, the. Kawhi Toronto. Leonard. He played sixty games. Now this is from a coaching standpoint. That drives you nuts. <laughs> you know, I mean, every day you go to practice, you have a practice plan, you're ready to go, and you don't know who's decided they want to play or not. You know, and it's getting worse, because what happened to football this weekend? And I said on, I, I said on uh, on the other station, so I won't say it here. You know that that moron was 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 killing uh, the uh, the uh, the raiders. You know, so they finally finally did something about it and got rid of him. And uh, he ends up with the Patriots. He ends up better off. You know, you talk about justice. This is proof that there is no God. All right, there is no God. Would never let that happen. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think I think that the Jazz, are to, to, to to say, they're going to be pretty good. I think they've, they've put some pieces together that are good. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I like their team. Uh, I think they I think a lot. You know, this may, may surprise you as the guy I'm going to pick out, but is it axiom Is that how you uh-huh. pronounce Exum, his name? Mm-hmm. I think he is a key here. I think they need somebody coming off the bench who's going to be very, very good. And very, very strong and, and, and help us. And I think he's that guy. I think I think it's about time. You know, I know he's been injured in some boys. His, his, his fifth, sixth year in the league. And if he comes in and really does a good job for them, that gives them the added depth that they're probably not really counting on. Uh, but I think it'll give them the kind of depth that would make them a very, very good basketball team. And if uh, if uh, the guy uh, the, the O'Connell, or whatever his name is, that they just traded for, he's a very good player. And if he plays and doesn't get hurt and gives them, you know, a full season, uh, they're going to be better. Uh, I think you know the other guys; they're going to miss some 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 of the people that they had. I mean, uh, you know, what is the Derek Favors. Derek Favors, what's his name? The other guy, uh, Coward. Uh, uh, Crowder. Crowder. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like him. He's a good, tough guy. So we'll see, you know, how tough they are, how tough they're going to be. You know, uh, you know, I think the others are all going to step up a little bit. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's going to be a little bit better player than he was in the last two years. You know, his decision-making and stuff like that will improve just through his experience and now playing internationally and what have you. So, yeah, they're going to be pretty good.
4: Frank, you said something at the beginning of uh, what you were talking about there about. Oh, I listen, team.
1: before we go for another moment, because I also have been married for 62 years and I'm working on 63. This is Barbara Layden. My wife has joined us sometimes mistaken for being my daughter. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll concur with that. I, I but, think that's probably so. True. Oh, now go on with this nonsense. OK, so. <laughs> hi, Barbara. How are you?
4: Um, you said that you're uh, favorite the
1: that the, the, the t- you're a favorite writer not her favorite broadcaster. Oh. But- <laughs> oh
4: okay. All right. Who's who's, who's your favorite broadcaster? She says I love Monson. I thought she
1: meant President Monson.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, Frank, you said something at the beginning of that about how the team likes each other. In your experience being around teams, how important is that? Because the Jazz, like you talked about, they've they've got more talent now. How important is it that they, quote-unquote, gel and that they really do have a good feeling in the locker room?
1: I think that's very important. For one thing, for the sanity of everybody. You know, if you've, got, if you've got a couple of bad guys in the locker room, they can go through that locker room and poison. Because as the year goes on, just like families, there'll be ups and downs. There'll be times in which you don't want, you know, you don't want people stepping in that, that have a sour feeling. I should have played more. I should have got more shots. I should have done this. You know, first thing pro players do is they look at the, the sheet. How many shots did I get? You know, how many minutes did I play? And if there's jealousy or there's hard feelings, then it puts extra pressure on those guys who are out there playing and who are out there producing. It becomes very important. Let me give you a little thing that happened. When I was coaching the Jazz, we were practicing down at Dixie College. All right? And and we had our first morning session. I think we had like 20 guys with us. All right? Now I remember at the time, I, I kind of think that Billy Donovan was with us and, uh, you know, he, was, he we drafted him and, and uh, I think we still had uh, Ricky and, and John was a young player. But anyway, I never, as a teacher, I learned this when I was in the Army, when I was uh, you know, teaching people in the Army, always keep the class in front of you. Don't let them go around the side or behind you, you know, because then they lose attention and, and uh, what have you, and you're not going to do as well. But this day, after our morning practice, I had the team together, and I was saying, you know, make sure you get rest today. Eat light. Eat after the, the the second practice tonight. You know, come back and and uh, you know. We, I was telling him, yeah, we did good. We didn't do good. And while I was talking, all of us, all of a sudden, I heard I have a clear blue sign. why don't you shut up? Keep your mouth shut. The man is telling us how to win. And I turn around, and it's Thurl belly. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was. I thought it was somebody mad at me. You know. <laughs> I thought it was Larry Miller. <laughs> you thought it was Barbara. <laughs> no, it could have been Barbara. <laughs> so anyway, I turn around and it's it's Thero Bailey, and he's yelling at a couple of rookies who didn't know any better. They were starting to talk to each other about should we, should, where are we going for lunch? Where are we going to do? What time? You know, they were just chatting like kids will do. That's why you don't let them behind you. You know, at that moment I knew we were going to have a good team. Hmm. You know, when I saw things like Carl uh, Malone in the weight room. Lifting weights, guys getting up and starting to leave. Hey, get back on that weights. You're not done yet. (laughs) You know now you know you got a family. Now you know you got people who who are going to share, and the responsibilities that it takes to have a winning team. It can't always be. You know, if if it was, then then uh, you know, coaching would be easy. Coaching is, is always hard. But good coaches win when they have good players. Nobody wins when they have bad players, and a lot of guys lose when they have good players because those good players don't get along, don't cooperate, don't believe in the system, and don't believe in the coach.
2: The great Frank Layden is with us uh, here at Diamond Airport Parking Live. You're, you're dropping by. See, this is uh, not a surprise to me, Frank. You uh, appreciate what Well, I what came here, I do. Were, uh,
1: Bob Barbara and I were looking to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How you hotwire one and just go? <laughs> Get huh? it out of here! Yeah,
1: we'll leave a dump. you see the car I'm driving? A man of my prestige. I've got a 15 year old Explorer out there. What is this anyway? Yeah, and what are you guys? You can't find a place to, to do your show anymore, or what? <laughs> yeah, we just set uh, up you're going, out here. You're a... going further west. You're going to be out of the out of the state soon, right? Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, so I think the Jazz are going to. I think uh, from what I see, it looks like a team that. uh, it is, is has a little uh, a little good support I think the, the backup kids are going to be good uh, you know uh, they've got they've got frontline players that are all-star quality players so uh, I think they're, they're well coached they, they seem to work hard and uh, we'll see how they uh, live with adversity during the year something will happen somebody's hurt Some, somebody will clash what have you and uh, as, if they survive that then they'll do just fine you got to get to the playoffs you, you if you can't get to the dance, then then you never have a chance. So, yeah, that'll be fine.
2: Well, we appreciate you dropping by the show, Frank. It's always a pleasure to see you and, and to have you on. Thank you very much. Oh, but, it is, well, isn't it? it Bar- is, does Barbara have anything she yes, wants to say? Yes, what do you say? want to say,
1: Barbara? Huh?
0: Hello
1: and goodbye. <laughs> she <laughs> <laughs> she and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. She said hello and goodbye. but, you know, isn't it exciting out here that we happen to have, I thought – You asked me about the football game the other day. We went to the game, and it was good. You know, we're playing a team we should beat. Well, we're 23-point favorites, something like that. And we beat them, and we beat them accordingly, and we get out of there maybe with nobody seriously hurt. But I enjoyed the second game when I went home. And I enjoyed that BYU volunteer, uh, uh, Tennessee game. That was a fun game to yes, watch. Yes, it was a fun game to watch and, and uh, you know, how they won it and everything else. And uh, I like uh, Sataki. I think he's a fine gentleman. I always say about the coaches, and I talked about Whittingham before, and, uh, you know, I know uh, Gary up at uh, Utah State also. The first thing is I say, if you're a good coach, you'll win when you have good players. Nobody can win with bad players. All right, the second thing is I ask the question, would I want my son or daughter to play for that person? You know, and and the answer would be, all right. And the three gentlemen I mentioned, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I'd love to have my children play for Widar or or, uh, or uh, uh, Sadaki or or uh, Gary. I think they're fine, fine people that you'll benefit even if you don't end up winning it all. You know, Jay Hiller, we were State. One of those guys too, great. Yes, guy. Oh, Jay Hill's great, yeah, and a good coach. Yep. Yeah, and and uh, you yeah, hope that they stay forever, and that they have their place. Look, hey, look at look at the, the basketball coach at uh, at Weber State. Really? Ray. Ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's terrific, and uh, you know he said to me, "I don't know." Sometimes you know people talk about me going somewhere else and coaching. Well, what, what more can I have? It this is a this is a great place to coach. We're at a nice conference, and I say, "Well, you make a lot more money." you never coach for money if you do you're going to be poor in the end all right uh how many steaks can you eat how many how (laughs) many uh suits can you own it's it's how how what's the environment like is this a place you like to go to work with every day jerry sloan you know he loved to come to work every day he loved to be there and and he showed it when he coached and he had compassion, and he had the toughness, and all he had that great combination of of toughness, and yet he could be very compassionate about the players also. And uh, you know, I I often wonder, you know, about Popovich. He's tough, huh? Popovich is the only coach in the NBA only has one a days. The, the The Spurs don't have two a day practices. He says no, it's too much, too much practice. If they need it, if they don't do good in the first one, I'll have it in the second one. Isn't it interesting that Coach K, all right, the, the, the Duke, and and if we if we said who's the best coach in college, and we said Coach K, it would it would be fair, right? Now Coach Coach Popovich, isn't it? If he's the best pro coach, yeah, I think most people would say he is. That they both come from military backgrounds, hmm. you know. So I think if we have discipline with this team. We don't have social problems. We don't have off the court problems. Uh, they they stick together. Uh, they stay healthy, reasonably healthy, and uh, they're not thinking about money or the future or or playing somewhere else. Then I think we could have a wonderful season and well deserved. I think Mrs. Miller uh, for what she she's she's done her job right every time they say sign a check she does it and so you know i think that that would be wonderful for them frank well, for one, this community. One,
4: one last question i gotta yes. ask you always wanted to ask you
1: yes what's the key to happiness in life liking your job mother Teresa tells us if you don't love your job you're a slave you guys know what mother Teresa? Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah okay Sometimes people here don't know who she is. <laughs> no, Mother Teresa says that. I think, I think you've got a balance in your life. I've been, I've been blessed, sixty-two years. All right, with this woman who's smarter than I am, and wasn't afraid when we got home. All right, I don't know. I'll give you one example. We used to have a play. I don't know if you remember the last shot of the game, last shot of the court, last shot of the half, the C play. Oh, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. So, like, she served for two years. So one day we're driving. She never would question no timeouts or substitutions or starting teams or anything else. But anyway, we were going along, and she'd say, uh, hey, Frank, uh, uh, I was going to say about the C play. So I said, yeah, what about you? She says, stick it up your rear end. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. That was it. Imp- <laughs> we, so so we, we put that right to bed right then, you know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's uh, yeah, yeah I, and I think your job should be fun I think you should put your working conditions the people you report to the authorities and the and the uh, I think the the opportunity to succeed at you uh, reach your goals I think all of those things should uh, be more important than money and if it's if it's if you're doing something just to make a lot more money, then uh, who knows? You know, it doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. As we see, it's going on in professional sports now. You know, guys, will, guys will, uh, will do anything to make more money. Coaches will leave jobs to make more money. You know, by the way, people ask about this. This is a great place to play. This is an easy place. We got It's easy to get to practice. It's easy to get to the airport. You know, it's easy to get around. Uh, and uh, I think a lot of... We were, when Scotty was at the Knicks, I remember we used to practice in Westchester County, all right? We have a shoot up there. If we had a shoot-around in the garden, we had to put the guys in a hotel because we, could, we would never know if they could get back to the game or not at night. And there's a lot of places that are a lot tougher to play. This is a nice place to play, nice clean conditions, good buildings. The announcers, we could use a little better, you know, radio coverage <laughs> oh, of course Of course. <laughs> no you guys do a great job and uh thank you very much for having me on and uh the checks in the mail i take it <laughs> it, it <laughs> is
2: just keep an eye on that yeah he okay. is the great frank laden frank thank you so very very much we'll have Barbara, more. thanks for coming by man. we'll have more of the big show next 97.5 and 1280 the zone This is
0: Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
1: Tyson Williams is the face of the BYU offense. That's not
2: a slight to Zach Wilson. I think he'll still have a great year, but that dude carrying the rock with some of the key grinding yards that he's able to get, that's a really big deal, man. I don't think Tyson Williams is Zach Moss by any means, but he's a
1: dang good back to just have a guy be able to go out there and give you the yards you need time after time and be so steady in that way. What a great get for that program.
4: I thought in that game against Tennessee, the familiarity with playing in such big stadiums and big moments in front of hostile crowds, doesn't bother him. You can just kind of tell that he is an experienced, mature back who never really got the opportunity he deserved elsewhere, and now that he's with BYU, it's really starting to shine. Yeah.
0: Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself, my name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show. With Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. <laughs>
2: show 97.5 1280 the zone gordon monson jake scott we are live at diamond airport parking just off i-80 and redwood road so easy to find our good friend jared joins us once again and jared we uh, we talked last time we talked we talked about all the great things that uh, that you guys do out here that separate you from everybody else but on top of that you guys are rolling out
3: some specials for the fall huh we are we've got a fall special going on it's a minimum stay of three days and we'll give you a free day of valet and uh, if you'd like to upgrade to our covered parking, we'll give you 20% off of that. So oh, just very nice. So just mention either of those on your way in. Uh, let us know that you heard us on uh, 1280 The Zone and... Uh, We'll take care of you so get upgraded uh you can do upgraded to the cover parking or a free day
2: of valet just to kind of experience what makes you guys better than the rest
3: right we I mean, come down today i'll give you a free day of valet
2: oh but look at you yeah you you're know. You're, a, you're a giver that's what, uh, <laughs> ah, I that's am. what you do jared that,
3: that is what you do but
2: on top of that you've got 24 7 car to curb service and that's one of my favorite parts and uh, we were laughing before the show uh, I, you guys have to have a fleet of about 100 shuttles, because uh, I swear you're, you're only out there for about 30 seconds before you see a diamond shuttle roll oh, on by.
3: I appreciate that. We, uh, uh, we don't have a fleet of 100, but it uh, feels like it sometimes. Yeah, right? But uh, <laughs> we just keep them constantly going efficiently. And uh, we try to get out every six minutes from our lot uh, to pick up our customers at the airport, drop them off.
2: And when you compare that to the, the airport parking lot where you're doing the bus thing,
3: it's just night and day. It is uh, with the with the fleet as large as we have. You don't need to stop at every stop like the airport does.
4: It's just there to hear, right? It
2: is. Direct. Direct. I like that. Right to your car, and uh, you won't even have to touch your bags, as we said in the previous live. No, you won't. <laughs> uh, all right. So get on out here and experience it for yourself, and don't forget to ask for the fall special. You can uh, stay a minimum of three days, get uh, one uh, free day valet, or get upgraded to covered parking. Experience it uh, just off of I-80 and Redwood Road. Thanks, Jared. Thank you, guys. All right. Christian Cox joins us next. Six ninety seven five and twelve eighty of the zone.